Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. The world waking up to news that Jack Welch, the former CEO and chair of General Electric, has died. He was 84 when he passed from renal failure. He was known as a neutron bomb for his aggressive cuts to the workforce, culling thousands of jobs, and yet his willingness to make changes beneficial to the company's bottom line and his sheer charisma led him to being lauded as manager of the century by fortune in 1999. What can we learn from the lessons of Jack Welsh? He was such a huge personality when it comes to the area of HR. I'm speaking with Esther Martinez today. She's CEO and editor-in-chief of People Matters. They're a niche media brand and they engage with top business and HR leaders who all share the same motivation to challenge and transform the way HR, technology and talent management practices contribute to business growth and success. Esther, welcome to Influence. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Michelle. It's a it's a pleasure to be here with you. So when we hear of news of Jack Welsh passing, I wonder from a HR expert, what are some of the key lessons from his life do you think that we can draw on when we think of effective HR? So I think, Michelle, the charisma that you mentioned that Jack Welsh represented, I think from a people or strategy perspective, I think he represented a new wave of thinking very different about strategy and also thinking very different about managerial practices. I think the shift that he created in the initial years in General Electric was really breaking away from the large managerial, middle-level manager, a large planning teams that was actually the way that organizations used to run in the early days. Mm-hmm. And I think what he brought to the table was a very different way of doing business, a very different way of measuring performance, of looking at leadership, looking at individuals' contribution. And I think, of course, today many of those practices have become a reality. But I think at that time, in the early days of uh, his taking over General Electric, was extremely disruptive and was extremely linked to the way that he was looking at strategy. So I think there is a lot to learn from his innovative thinking, his courage. Some of these practices, of course, today may need to be revisited because the times have changed and the context have changed. Mm -hmm. But I think what remains very true about him was his courage to experiment and his conviction to uh, disrupt and, and to really look at things very differently. Well, speaking of disruption with COVID-19, so many people are either working from home or, you know, they're finding new ways to work. What do you think organizations need to do when it comes to COVID-19 and in terms of scaling up? Should we move to a pandemic? How can organizations both see to business continuity and attend to the welfare of their employees at the same time? Okay, you're absolutely so right, Michelle, on that question, because I think we are Posed with disruption all the time. And I think one of the things that we can't predict is things like coronavirus outbreak. And I think that's putting a lot of ground on not only business, but also how HR is enabling business to happen and, and really taking care of health and safety of employees, but at the same time, ensuring business continuity. I think this morning itself, there was a research about how is it affecting companies. And there's over 51,000 companies that have a direct tie tier one tie with China and over 5 million companies have a tier two tie with China, which really means that, you know, shifting of business models are happening 
So a lot of the work that used to be happening in the supply chain now is being reconsidered, which has a huge impact on on human resources as well. There is a lot of decisions being taken on non-travel, and there's also a lot of decisions taken of working home from home, uh, enabling employees through technology to be able to deliver their work. And it's a huge challenging time, but I think the good things that are going to come out of it is a very way, different way of looking at work. And I think that's a very positive. I'm always a very optimistic person, even though there's obviously a very, very challenging time for global economy. But I think there will be positive disruption that will come from Yeah, and just on that point, I was reading an article on the point of different ways of working that economies that have a fixation with needing to see employees at the workplace tied to their desks, like Japan, for example, could have bigger problems transitioning when it comes to working in extraordinary times like these. So do you think there are lessons um, that COVID-19 has already brought from a HR perspective? Definitely. I think... Disruption sometimes is the fastest way to change. And we started with Jack Welch and their business practices and managerial practices. I think today there is a need to decentralize decision-making. There is a need to invest in building trust and really empower and enable every single employee the last mile. I think sometimes these situations can accelerate that culture change. Yes. And I would not be surprised if organizations actually start shifting their mindsets and really being more open from, you know, working from home, flexible timings, enabling employees to work as far as they deliver their outcomes. So I definitely think that will, will make, become a shift in the culture. Well, almost every day we're discussing what's next for the market here on Business Station Money FM 89.3. Um, but we know that HR leaders plan well in advance when it comes to the workforce. What are your views on creating a future-ready workforce, Esther? I think it's probably the question of the century because I think there is just so much of uncertainty on, you know, how will AI affect uh, work and in different ways uh, from automation to, you know, augmentation to independence. So there is still a lot of confusion on what will be the effect of artificial intelligence when it comes to different work streams. And there is still a little bit of, again, uncertainty on which skills are the new skills And that coupled with the fact that the skill shift is a lot faster. So even though we may be training our employees on a particular skill, the shelf life of a skill is a lot shorter than it ever was. So I think for HR leaders or business leaders to really look at building a ready future workforce is really a lot about mindset and a lot about uh, getting to the point that we will all be newbies in this new context, which means that we have to constantly learn We have to constantly connect the dots. We have to constantly disrupt ourselves, reinvent ourselves. And there is not going to be an easy solution that you do these three things and you're, you know, future ready, unfortunately. So I think it's a great opportunity for uh, people who want to take on that challenge because there'll be a huge level of opportunities that will come. But there is no answer. There's no linear answer to that question. Indeed. Well, thank you very much for giving us a lot of food for thought. Esther Martinez is my guest today in Influence. She's CEO and Editor-in-Chief of People Matters. She's also a TEDx speaker and has over 20 years of experience in this industry. Thank you, Esther. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.